0: Welcome to L.A. Radio Sessions. I'm your host, Mike Stark. L.A. Radio Sessions, it's where we explore all areas of pop culture.
1: Put your hands together for...
2: How y'all doing today? I can't hear you. How y'all doing? Y'all ready to party? What I have for you this evening is something that I've been doing since I was a little boy, way before the Jackson Five days. So like eight years before that, since I was eight years old, I've been playing blues. So, I'm gonna give you some blues, and we're gonna make you feel really young or old at the end of the show. We're gonna touch some Jackson 5 stuff as well. So, uh, sit back, enjoy, relax, let's have fun, all right? All right. First song, gonna tell you something I wrote about my little blues story, tell you why I like the blues. Here we go.
3: You know, I've been playing blues all my life and a lot of people didn't know that because of I Want You Back in ABC and I'll Be There and all those songs. So I didn't get a chance to play blues unless uh, Michael or Jackie split some pants or something crazy happened A Mike went out. Then they go, Tito, play some blues to kill the time because they didn't know what to do. So then that's when I got a chance to play my blues.
2: Since I was a young boy, I never messed with toys. Good music is what I enjoy. Papa Joe, Uncle Lou, me too. Sitting around the house, just making guitars groove. That's why I play. That's why I play the blues. Grabbed myself a guitar, I started playing live. In a group with my brothers, the Jackson Five. Gave music to my boys, 3T is cool. Nothing makes me happier than grooving blues. That's why I say I gotta play the blues.
3: I actually started playing uh, blues at the beginning of playing the guitar because my father and my uncle Luther were blues players, blues lovers, and uh, I learned uh, to play the guitar from blues. In early parts of my career Way before I want you back In ABC and I Love You Save And Motown days and all that I'm going back to the early 60s
2: We played music all over the northeast and south Way before ABC was in it, Thought about A music took off In a different direction That's what I remember To my best recollection Of today I gotta play The blues Wanna be a little different Do something my brothers dare to do
3: Yeah, we used to travel with a lot of different artists Johnny Taylor, Gladys Knight, uh, James Brown, and Etta James We used to open up all their shows And actually we had quite a bit of blues in our set Very grateful that uh, I snuck my father's guitar to the closet <laughs> and started playing and then, and got my brother singing, you know, with me playing the guitar. So a lot came out of that.
1: Oh, darling,
2: a good time up here tonight i hope you enjoyed it i hope all you guys felt a little younger tonight i certainly did you know until next time love and peace and soul to every one of you god bless you i love you all thanks for all the years of support thank you very much i love you love from me and my family thank you very much
0: All right, welcome to LA Radio Sessions. My name is Mike Stark, and we've got a great show for you today. Uh, I want to first introduce you to Bill Grisolia, who is the New Blues Festival promoter and also performing on the bill with his uh, Count Them Two bands, the New Blues Revolution and then the New Blues Festival All-Stars. How are you doing, Bill?
4: Thank you. I apologize for double dipping.
0: Yeah, well, that's the way it goes. Now, I want to introduce you to our uh, the headliner today and the headliner on uh, November 13th for the 2021 New Blues Festival, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Tito Jackson. How you doing, man? I'm doing fine. How are you doing? We're doing really well. Listen, I, I've had two brushes with uh, Tito's greatness in my life. One was when I was a page at ABC working... American bandstand at the Vine Street Studio, I think it was around 1971. Oh and one of the assignments of the pages that day was to assist getting the Jackson 5 from the stage uh back out to their van. And it was absolute chaos. Beetle-like stuff with teenage girls and all of that. It, it was it was unbelievable. I worked the show a lot. And I never experienced that with any of the other acts that were there. Then in 2007, I worked the Tom Joyner morning show and got to see Tito on Tom's annual cruise. And I was completely blown away. So how are you doing today, Tito? Everything good?
3: I'm doing very well, Mike. You know, uh, it's a beautiful day out here today and uh, I'm looking forward to doing the Long Beach Cruise. I mean, uh-huh. the Beach Festival, I'm sorry.
0: So everybody on the planet knows about your years with your brothers. Tell us about your journey into playing the blues as a solo artist.
3: Well, you know, that started years ago, you know, because uh, even before the Jackson 5, my father and my uncle Luther used to play blues. And I would sit there and stare at their fingering and everything. I must have been 7 or 8. And, and I used to sneak his his instrument out of the closet when he would go to work after he told us all not to do it. And I broke the string and I didn't know how to fix it Uh oh. Months later. So he punished me and then put it in my lap and said, show me what you know. So here I am playing and crying and everything. And he looked at my mom and said, he's really trying to play this thing, huh? She said, I told you he's not playing with your guitar. He's, he likes it. So my father gave me the guitar and from there he told me to learn what like on the radio and what have you started the Jackson 5 to singing you know uh, as a group and uh, we started uh, doing songs that we like some some of jimmy Reed stuff and as well as of course the pop and R&B stuff but we also did uh 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 bb uh, King uh, Elmore James uh Jimmy Reed and all these other blues artists and then after um Those years, you know, when Motown struck, there was no need for the blues anymore, unless (laughs) Michael or Jackie split their pants. Then they would yell out, Tito, play some blues. And that's the only time that I got the opportunity to play my blues music.
0: And then you let loose. Huh? Yeah,
3: I I would became a closet blues player, I would say, uh, during those years of the Jackson five and uh, then uh, after the victory tour, the Jackson 5 took many years off, and so I put together a little local uh, band with my buddies, basically. We were trying to just play music. I had missed playing music all these years, so I put together the Beer Belly Blues Band, and, and um, it started then. We started doing, you know, clubs and things like that, and just kept growing, kept growing, and now here I am, you know. So I've done a lot of shows in, uh, in other parts of the world, Japan, Europe, uh, Tom Jordan cruise many times, Blues cruise once before. So it's been great, you know, I'm enjoying
0: it. And now you've got a new album out, a relatively new album, which uh, came out this year. How, how much of that was recorded during what I guess we can call the COVID period?
3: Well, most of that was recorded during the COVID period. Uh, uh, We had prior to that, we had started a few songs such as Big Leg Woman.
1: didn't I mention she's got big legs, scrambled lace she's got me waiting for the bacon, waiting, 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 waiting.
3: Woman, serve those legs to me. Big leg woman. we had the george benson song that he's doing the remake of bb king because i was traveling with the bb king blues band that's the front guy at that time and of course claude king bb's daughter is in the band as well and We were headed to Reno to do a show at the casino there. And uh, we stopped by George's and asked him to participate. And he gladly did. and And it came out fantastic.
0: put out a an absolutely wonderful video uh love one another and it's got a bunch of folks on it Stevie Wonder Bobby rush um, Marlon Jackson and it even has a little cameo from your mom right yeah the
3: video does yeah the love one another was a song that we had uh, sat down and listened to the complete album prior to uh love one another and we felt we should write something because of all the craziness that was going on with mm. the Capitol and the George Floyds and all this other crap. Uh, but anyhow, uh, you know, we put this together, this song, Asking the World to Love Each Other. And then, uh, and, and my reach is only so far, but if I, I felt if I get my mom in it, you know, she's like, you know, she has a word. So she kicks off the video by telling us to stop the racism and the hate and all the bad things happening today. And plus, you know, I invited a lot of the friends, Magic Johnson's in the video, as well as the Kardashians, Chris, Chloe, and uh, uh, Kim is in it. And many other Deborah Cox, uh, Denise Williams, Chris Tucker, uh, Tyson Fury, the boxer. uh,
0: Did I see your sister in there too?
3: You saw my sister Janet in it as well, and my brothers. So it's, it's, it's a very interesting video. And, 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 the reason I wanted all those to participate in it is, is not just because of who they are, which is nothing wrong with that, <laughs> believe me, but uh, their reach. You know, I want to tell the world to love one another, and they can reach many more people than I can alone.
1: Stop that killing, fighting, racism, and all the bad things that are happening today. We need to love one another. Make a new connection to everyone Let's lead the way Let's lead the way to today, today, to today where everyone gives love and affection Cause I don't
0: Positive call to action if there ever was one. And it's a great video. So I okay. I recommend everybody take a look at that. Then you got the title track. You had a little help on that one too.
3: Yeah, Under Your Spell was a song that once I learned that Joe Bonamassa would participate in my album. I didn't have a song. So I had this little guitar lick that I've been playing for many years, which is don't du't, don't don't don't. It's like a blues feel thing, you know. So I say, let's make something out of this. And and Joe Bonamassa is fantastic. He's very creative, very talented. And I didn't have to ever. I wouldn't dare tell Joe Bonamassa what to play on the guitar. (laughs) I say, just do what you do, Joe. And he did that and sent it back. And it was fantastic.
0: like this one too because I, I happen to really love eddie lavert so you had eddie lavert and oh, yeah kenny neal uh, all all in the family blues
3: yes that was a song you know and the same thing i had uh, asked my friend eddie to sing and i got his participation and i said well hell how am i gonna sing next to eddie lavert we all <laughs> know how strong how powerful he is as a singer so i say let me call up Kenny Gamble and see if he has anything that he he gets in our way since he written hits for the Jacksons as well as the OJs. So uh, he sent over all in the family blues and it's a fantastic song. And Kenny kills it.
0: Go back to uh, your first album, 2016, uh, Tito Time. And there's a song on there you did with uh, Big Daddy Kane.
3: Get it, baby.
0: Get it, baby. Yeah.
3: Yes, that was a fantastic song. I enjoyed it. And uh, I tried to get Snoop Dogg, but he was very busy, you know, on tour or something like that. So Big Daddy Kane was a suggestion of uh, the producer. He had known him and called him up and. Big Daddy King say, "Send me this song. Let me take a listen to it." And so we did. And he, he he called back and said, "I have something for you in the morning." And and he he put wrote his rap, put it on tape, and sent it back within twenty four hours.
1: Just listen. And I can't describe what your inner glow is Shaking it so the men do notice And trust all eyes on her when she throws it Ain't seen a thick since Jennifer Lopez And I'm taking it in doses Sitting there looking simple foldish. Feeling me, ma? Then expose it Girl, you're not just around the way thought What you got? Just a little too hot I see your plot, really though chicks, been video fixin's Getting low friction till the dough kicks in But you, she get a pass with that Looking all kind of mean in designer jeans Now, back it up like time machine Come on
0: are you are you doing anything with your sons because you were involved with your son's uh, uh, music for a while are you doing anything with them?
3: Yeah 3t my sons you know they're a younger generation they're a little different than uh, us old birds you know <laughs> so I have to stay on top of them but they're still doing music and enjoying it as well and I'm trying to get them to collaborate and do a 3t album. They've been doing solo things you know but it's time for a group album
0: we're going to wrap this up, but I want to, I wanted to ask you after all these years as an artist, what part of the artistic process do you still love the most? Performing studio work, writing, arranging. What, what, what do you like the best?
3: Well, there's a few. I like them all to be honest. I like them all, which if I had to categorize, it would be a toss up between writing and performing.
0: Performing live.
3: Yes, I like going out and seeing the fans and singing the songs for them.
0: That's awesome. Bill, you had something you wanted to add? Hey, uh, Tito, uh, again, thank you so
4: very much uh, for your agreement uh, to come and, and, and help us out. Uh, did I also hear you say that your next performance on the legendary um, Rhythm and Blues Cruise would be your second?
3: Uh, let me think so. It wasn't my second. I know it's just the second Blues Cruise I've done, I don't know if the first one was Legendary Blues Cruise, but I've done two Blues Cruises.
4: Understood. Well, I, I want to thank you again personally uh, for making arrangements to come from the, the cruise and, t- and to come back to California and help us on, on this one. Um, it's fantastic. Also then, uh, I, I, I want to blame um, English Steve for this, but uh, he suggested that uh, I I ask you during the interview if you'll perhaps consider, No, no, no answer needed now, but consider perhaps playing a uh, a number with the festival all-stars.
3: Oh, well who is the festival all-stars?
4: Well, I'm leading the band. Oh,
3: okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about a number. We can talk Yes about
0: please. This. That sounds great. <laughs> all right. Well, yes. Tito, again, thank you so much for uh, spending some time with us today and we're all looking forward to seeing you on November 13th at Shoreline Aquatic Park in Long Beach. Uh, for the new Blues Festival 2021. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right, before we go, we need to have uh, Bill give us all the details for the November 13th event at Shoreline Aquatic Park. So uh, let's start with the lineup.
4: So the lineup is the headliner, Tito Jackson of the Jackson 5. Sugar Ray Rayford, international performing and recording artist. Lori Morvan, a Southern California favorite, but also a national touring artist. Then we have the new blues revolution, fresh off their, um, <laughs> their headlining experience, where they headlined the Key West Florida Blues Festival. And thank you to English Steve, who helps me. Uh, and, and <laughs> Helps, helps me with a little reminder here so that I can and read them off. We also um, begin the day, and so this is an important uh, point, we begin the day at 9 a.m. Mm. We're going to be having uh, Pastor William Smartleys in invocation. Then we're going to have a gospel brunch, a House of Blues-style gospel brunch led by Mr. Lester Lanz. Lester Lands and friends will appear later on in the day on the Ocean Stage But they're going to kick us off with a nice long gospel brunch, gospel and blues infused and and a little rocky type brunch in the morning. Uh, And then we'll have um, also, uh, importantly, some uh, some of the uh, younger talent in Southern California, Uh, Shy But Fly, a local favorite. Uh, She was selected as a rising star by the New Blues Festival, in addition to others. Uh, And then. We're very excited about the disciples uh, performing um, on our ocean stage as well. Uh, let's see. Um, from uh, Long Beach, we also have um, a Long Beach local fave, uh, Corday, uh, who is performing um, on the ocean stage. We have Red House, um, which uh, are, they're bringing in some heavy hitters, a couple of the the boys that... Uh, I think play with Walter Trotter, the Avila brothers, mm-hmm. I believe, or maybe Avila brother and son. Uh, so so there's, there'll be some, some great people sitting in. Roy Quick, I think, is on that one. Um, by the way, uh, Shy but Fly's band is, is called um, She Wears Black. And then we have a couple of, um, I, I, I think they're perhaps the hardest working um, musicians um, as well, uh, Dano Forte and TJ and The Suitcase. Uh, who will be uh, performing uh, their brand of uh, one-man band-type shows. But um, in addition to all this great international talent, we'll also have um, some uh, of the people that participate, some of the kids, the youth that participate in the Blues in the Schools program. For example, the uh, Avalon uh, K-12 school on Catalina Island will be uh, courtesy of the Catalina Express folks. Um, sending them, bringing them over from the island uh, to the festival, and those uh, kids will be performing throughout the day, two Z's, three Z's, or something, and and with other professional players. So we're very excited about that. We have uh, veterans coming through our Blues and uh, for Vets program. We have also Blues uh, for Seniors that program. Yesterday we uh, performed at the Fourth Street Senior Center, and uh, returning to. Uh, to the festival this year will be some of the seniors from the Cal State Long Beach Ollie program. Uh, there's a harmonica program led by the capable Jim Wortham and a guitar show. And so we integrate the elements of our charity work through the Long Beach Blues Society also as they partner, as the Blue Society partners with the new Blues Festival. So we're going to have a lot of activity, a lot of great things, surprise guests, and uh, we can't wait uh, to, to uh, get the, the festival underway.
0: It absolutely sounds awesome, as it, as it is every, every time you do it. Now, it's been a, a long time coming this time around. We've had delay after delay after delay, as we talked about it with Tito. We've been in this COVID period, I guess, uh, the, in history. That's what they're going to call it, right? Now, when was the last one that you had?
4: Well, we did, um, we've done seven in three cities. Our last one was in 2019 okay. in Huntington Beach. We thought we had a three-year contract, but um, that that um, didn't, uh, so we had a great show. Fans loved it. People in Huntington Beach loved it. Musicians loved it. But we weren't able to continue down there. And then in 2020, of course, um, the yeah. pandemic ensued. And so we we, uh, we haven't had one in Long Beach since uh, we had um, War, I mean the Low Rider Band, um, headline for us in uh, 2018. So yeah. we're excited to be back in Long Beach. Uh, this will be our sixth New Blues Festival in Long Beach, our eighth overall.
0: That's awesome. Let's talk about ticket information. How does how do people get tickets? And what are the There are several layers of tickets. We can't talk prices, but we can talk about the different layers of tickets that are available
4: sure and so ticketing is online and you just go to new blues all you have to do is go, put in your search engine your search box of whatever search engine you use new blues festival and, and you'll you'll find us um we're also on social media as well facebook and instagram etc but you go online you buy the tickets and there are um three essential categories and they are general admission uh and that you know includes access to the site access to all the vendors the food vendors the merchandise to both stages the main stage and the ocean stage which by the way is on the tip of the peninsula and if we haven't mentioned it already the show is being held on a ocean um peninsula of land so yeah pardon me for repeating myself but that means that there's Water on three sides, and it's a fabulous location on Rainbow Harbor in Long Beach, with uh, views of the ocean and of the Queen Mary, etc. So the Ocean Stage is pretty spectacular. It's across the channel from Shoreline Village and the iconic uh, restaurant there, Parker's Lighthouse. So um, there's all of that included in the general admission. Then, if people want like to upgrade, there's a second um, ticket class called the gold ticket, which is a section with seating. It's got tables and chairs. Everybody's welcome to bring in their lawn chairs or, or beach chairs for the general admission. And But then uh, if you upgrade to gold, there are tables and chairs. So that's assigned seating, if you will. I mean, it's, it's festival seating also within that at first come, first serve as right. to um, that section. But that includes waitress service and bottle service and uh, and, and it'll have really good, uh, really good feel to be very close to the stage. And then uh, so they get all of the what the general mission gets plus that. And then uh, there's another class of, uh, called the VIP. And our VIP service has been touted as being one of the best in California because we still feed people. <laughs> Many of the others don't feed people, but we still do. We feed people. And we drink them, there's a happy hour there, you know, drink tickets, there's all kinds of amenities. Um, I, I think there's even a, a private restaurant, you know, but there's great stuff um, that goes in, in addition to, they have access to backstage too, um, and they have really close, the frontline seating to the stage as well. So they've got tables and chairs and, and as, as does Gold, but then they have all those other um, extra amenities and goodies, and you never know what kind of freebies will set up and, and other artistic um, meet and greets and that kind of stuff. So it's really exciting. The VIP is uh, is always a a, a great um, addition to the festival, and people from throughout the Southland um, are very uh, very kind uh, in their their comments about the VIP and how. That has been one of the best elements of the festival.
0: What about the parking situation? The parking down there it sometimes is a little, uh, little weird.
4: Okay, so uh, there is a um, as we've mentioned, the park is on a peninsula, but the park is right next to the famous Aquarium of the Pacific. And by the way, they want to do um, a a kickoff event next year, so keep tuned for that. It'll be less than a year when we come back with the 2022. Festival, by the way, so keep tuned, stay tuned for that. Um, but so anybody who's been to the Aquarium of the Pacific, um, you know where that's at, and and it's right on Shoreline Drive in in downtown Long Beach. Um, but parking uh, for the festival will be at the parking garage. It's a multi-unit, very well designed new parking garage that is for the Pike Shopping Center, which is across the street, and so very close, walkable. You, are, you park there. You cross and you cross the street, and then you uh, walk by the aquarium, and you're at the park.
0: You won't wear yourself out for the uh, great music that's about to engulf. No, it's you. a
4: hop, it's a hop, skip, and a jump.
0: That's great. Uh, tell us a little bit about the two sure, bands that sure. you're performing with.
4: So the New Blues Revolution uh, was really the start of this. I, I suspect that there would be no New Blues Festival if there hadn't been a New Blues Revolution band. So, uh, you know, yay and amen. But uh, that was the, the, the genesis of it. And then we realized um, that Long Beach had had a, uh, one new festival for 27 years. And then, then the founder broke off and for 10 years did a second annual festival. And then there were none. So we realized that there was a pent-up demand in the community. And that's how, how that uh, happened. But the New Blues Revolution was at the start of that. Uh, and, and so that's a National Touring Act. Um, uh, during the pandemic and over Memorial weekend, we headlined the Key West Blues Festival. 80% of our work um, this summer uh, has been outdoors, uh, which is understandable. Most recently, uh, close to home, we performed at the Uptown Jazz Festival. Mm. Um, and uh, this year, headlining headlined by Sheila E. And so that's the, the new Blues Revolution Band. And then, uh, it, because of a uh, demand of some ancillary uh, entertainment industry professionals, uh, the Bill Grisselia and the New Blues Festival All-Stars Band was created. And so we've done uh, some, some significant work. And some of the All-Stars uh, that have performed so far with us are uh, George Foster and Lester Lands, and also Lori Morvanen. We did a series of concerts this summer. Uh, which will expand next year because they were successful um, in the first district area of Long Beach uh, and those community concerts, that community concert series, um, both those bands played, uh, plus um, uh, Lori and George and Lester, et cetera, also participated in those. So those are some of the all-stars. And uh, today at, at Here First, an exclusive for Mike Stark is that uh, Sugar Ray Rayford has agreed to uh, perform with the New Boost Festival All-Stars. I, I didn't want to tell that um, um, to Tito a moment ago, but, uh, but Tito uh, we also may, may play. Uh, we're, we're going to be talking about doing a number together on that day as well.
0: Well, that's going to be outstanding. Bill, thank you so much.
4: My pleasure. Thank you so very much. And thank you for all you do for the community, for uh, music, and for radio. Mm-hmm.
1: I know I'm the one you want I'm the man you need Bring me all your loving Girl, I guarantee Ain't nobody better Any day of the week I can make it better
0: for joining us on this edition of la radio sessions we'd love to hear from you about what you think of the show you can join the conversation on our facebook page at facebook.com backslash la radio sessions or visit laradiosessions.com stay tuned more to come